This is a Brain Channel program from the Department of Neurosciences at the UC San Diego School of Medicine. Visit us at www.uctv.tv brain to explore cutting-edge research, treatment options for conditions related to the nervous system, and the inner workings of the human mind. Greetings, Bill Mobley for UCTV and the Brain Channel and for our program called On Our Mind. Uh, we're continuing to s- discuss Alzheimer's disease and the challenges that Alzheimer's brings to families and caregivers. Um, in this section, I'll be talking to Linda Cho, who's executive director of Stellar Care. And I wanted to recount for the folks watching the program a, a, a video that I saw many years ago was uh, made available by the Alzheimer's Association in which a woman was asked about her uh, caring for her husband. His name was David. He was a linguistics professor at St. Louis University. And the most difficult decision that she said she had to make was when to put David into an assisted living situation, to to move him from their home into a place where he would be safer. And it was very interesting uh, to hear her discussion. She said that one evening she was in in the bedroom combing her hair, And she said it was a little eerie. David came into the room, and it was as if for a moment he had increased clarity of thought. And he said, it's just not fair. And she said, what do you mean it's not fair? And she said, he said, it's not fair to you that I should be in this home now. I need to move to a different setting because I'm doing all kinds of things that make it very difficult for you. And it was this, as if she said it was as if the old David returned to say to me, it's okay to move me into a nursing home. With that as a backdrop, I welcome Linda to the program. And I, I want you to tell us about your experiences, about uh, how you got to be the executive director of Stellar Care. And for this segment, what are those issues that arise during the earlier stages of dementia that have families on edge about how to best care for their loved one. Well, thank you. Um, my uh, way into this field is, uh, was a little different. I, I don't think there was a major in assisted living in college. Most people in this business kind of meander in through hospitality industry, through the healthcare industry. Um, I was uh, working for a large corporation that operated about almost 40 um, assisted living buildings in uh, Western United States. Um, And I did the corporate thing from site development to uh, marketing and community relations. In 2008, my family and I got together and uh, said we wanted to do something of our own. We had an idea. Uh, to create something that was a little different, a uh, home-like am- atmosphere for those residents with the need. So we started with a small six-bed, and then uh, we were able to take over a, a, a large uh, assisted living building. Right now we have currently over 100 residents. Mm-hmm. We specialize in dementia care, so all of our residents are diagnosed with dementia. Uh, we not only deal with the everyday care of our residents with high need, uh, but we also help the families involved because they also have great need. They want to stay connected, and we're all part of a big team. That's exciting. Um, What stories do families tell you as they come to seek your help? The biggest challenge is the guilt. 
Uh, most family members are grieving. They have lost so much. They have lost their mom, dad, uh, loved one uh, to this disease where the memory is, is impaired, sometimes to a great degree, and they don't recognize family members anymore. So they're still even in the grieving process. Um, we, because of what we do as professionals, accept them as they are. So without all of that background, we take a resident um, as they are and uh, help them to, to live out the rest of their lives to the, to the fullest possible uh, with lots of activities, and we focus on the things that they're still able to do. Mm. So uh, we do have support group for the families. Uh, it's important that they get reach out and talk to other people who have walked in their moccasins mm. and know the process that they're going to go through, the questions that they have. Um, you know, we, we can lead them and tell them this is what's going to happen and you shouldn't feel guilty and leave your guilt at the door, but to hear it from from someone who's been through that process is very different. So we strongly encourage them to participate in strong um, in uh, support groups. Uh, there are associations in the community that uh, are available. One of the largest, biggest challenges that the families face is uh, before moving into an assisted living building is um, how do I keep my mom safe? How do I keep my dad safe? They're still working often, and uh, they have to change their schedules. They have to have caregivers stop by to help. Um, it's really important to reach out to the community. Reach out to the family, your extended family, um, and get some help. Uh, reach out to your neighbors. Let them know that mom or husband or spouse has memory impairment, that they may uh, see them wandering, so they need to know what's going on in the home. Um, the Alzheimer's Association has a whole list of things that they could do, a checklist uh, for safety in the home, you know, um, checking the outlets and the oven and, and uh, making sure that the throw rugs are secured so they're not, there's not a strip hazard. There are simple things that they could do and things that they could purchase from Home Depot to secure their home. Wandering is another huge issue, and uh, also to safeguard your home from, and people say, well, my mom doesn't wander, my dad doesn't wander, yet. We know that 60%, six out of 10 people with dementia will wander. 60% percent, And we've just, we hear cases um, from the media all the time of people wandering, and they don't wander until they do. And the first time could be devastating. So we want people to be aware and to prepare so that simple alarms on the doors and in a locks or where it's not, um, it's hidden um, out of eyesight um, is very, very important. And uh, we ask families to reach out to the associations that are available um, to take advantage of those things. Another program that I would really like to talk about is Take Me Home program through the Sheriff's Department. San Diego Sheriff's uh, Department has a program called Take Me Home. It is for um, uh, people with uh, needs, uh, tendency to wander. You register with a photo information, you submit a photo, and it's shared with all law enforcement. So if it does happen, then they already have that information in the database. Uh, we talked before we came on about the, the number of folks that probably should have registered 
and the much smaller number of those who have. Can you give us those numbers for San Diego County? I think it's over 30,000 uh, or close to 30,000 people that need to register. And uh, I think right now I've heard 500 people has. So grossly uh, underestimating the actual need. To have 500 people registered when there's such a need, um, I, st- I think we really need to get the word out. You know, and and the wandering uh, issue is not just a safety threat to the person who wanders. It's a a major emotional uh, burden to the family. But over and above that, uh, it's a huge financial uh, challenge for a county. One uh, hears of wanderers that uh, engage literally hundreds of police and, and multiple law enforcement agencies, and so it's uh, it's a huge problem. It is. It is. Um, Alzheimer's Association also has a medical alert, a safe return program that you can register for a small fee. You can have a bracelet, a pendant, something to identify um, the fact that the resident uh, does have memory impairment, and there's a number that they can call when found. And that goes into the database with the Alzheimer's Association as well as the law enforcement again. Um, there are tracking devices that, uh, you know, all kinds of gadgets that you can have, like from watches to pendants um, that track uh, where your loved one is. Or, or there's a safe zone where after a certain distance, it'll alert the caregiver. So there are resources available to minimize the risk of wandering, uh, which is the primary, one of the primary issues that people are uh, moving into an assisted living f- uh, facility. Linda, thank you so much. Um, we'll put on the uh, on the monitor those numbers and those emails that you can and websites that you can access to help you and your family avoid all of the uh, anxiety and and uh, emotional trauma and uh, potential injury that comes from wandering. And uh, and Linda, thank you for talking about the challenges these folks face before the decision to send their loved one to assisted living. Thank you very much, Linda. Thank you. Bill Mobley for The Brain Channel. Thanks for being with us.